Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Monday, August 28, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. A global cyber scam industry continues to thrive in Cambodia, despite a crackdown in August 2022. The illegal operations target unsuspecting victims online and are protected by powerful businessmen with close ties to senior officials in the Cambodian government. Human Rights Watch is documenting the abuses, but activists say that tycoons like Senator Lee Yong Fat play a crucial role in evading police investigations. The country has not arrested any major figures involved in the cyber scam schemes. Scale AI, a company founded in 2016, has seen a surge in overseas workers in digital sweatshops. The company, backed by $600 million in venture capital, awards contracts to label data for the U.S. Department of Defense. Freelance workers complete projects that go through several levels of review before evaluation by teams in the United States. Payments are supposed to be credited through platforms like PayPal, but freelancers can face rejection, low compensation rates, or no payment at all. In other news, Greece is battling three major wildfires, with over 600 firefighters and reinforcements from several European countries. The wildfires, two of which have been raging for days, have caused the deaths of at least 20 people and destroyed vast tracts of forest and homes. Greece has called for help from other European countries as firefighting forces are stretched to the limit. Southern European countries are particularly prone to wildfires, and climate change has been blamed for the increasing frequency and intensity of these fires. Meanwhile, Pope Francis is set to make his first-ever pilgrimage to Mongolia, where he will meet with the Catholic community. With fewer than 1,500 Catholics in Mongolia, the Pope described the country as small in numbers, but lively in faith and great in charity. He asked the faithful to accompany him in prayer during his trip. Next, a member of India's Monetary Policy Committee stated that food inflation tends to be transitory if monetary policy is restrictive. Food inflation in India rose to an over three-year high of 11.5% in July, pushing retail inflation to 7.44%. The member highlighted that rural demand and a poor monsoon are factors affecting inflation. India is urged to closely monitor inflation and take measures to bring it back within the desired range. In Syria, a camp for people displaced by an earthquake in February lacks plans for full-scale reconstruction. The recovery efforts have been piecemeal and ad hoc, with some restoration of schools, sidewalks, and marketplaces, as well as light home repairs. The United States and European countries, the biggest aid donors to Syria, decline to fund reconstruction until there is a political settlement. This reluctance extends to earthquake damage, leaving the displaced feeling forgotten. Also, an Italian banker, Mattia Aguzzi, is being hailed as a hero after catching a toddler who fell from a fifth-floor balcony. Aguzzi heard a man yelling for help and positioned himself below the falling child calculating her trajectory. The mayor of Turin has called for Aguzzi to be honored 
and Italy's prime minister thanked him for his quick thinking. The girl was taken to the hospital, and her parents came to the street once they realized what had happened. Meanwhile, Russia's Wagner mercenary group faces an uncertain future following the death of its leader, Yevgeny Prigozhin, and others in a suspicious plane crash. The Kremlin is considering bringing Wagner under more direct control but has not made any final decisions. Russia is unlikely to squander the trained fighters, geopolitical inroads, and business interests that Wagner has cultivated since its founding in 2014. It remains unclear what will happen to those involved in the larger Wagner telegram channels. Next, a vessel carrying steel products has left Ukraine's Odessa port through a temporary Black Sea corridor. This is the second ship to do so since Russia withdrew from a UN-brokered deal that allowed for safe grain exports. The Liberian-flagged ship Primus sailed through the temporary corridor set up for civilian vessels. The ship had been at the port since February 2022 and was carrying steel products to Africa. Ukraine established a humanitarian corridor in response to Russia's actions. Lastly, Zimbabwe's main opposition leader, Nelson Chamisa, has accused President Emerson Mnangagwa of fraud in the country's election. Chamisa's party, the Citizens' Coalition for Change, plans to challenge the results, citing a lack of proper verification. International election observers have noted problems with the election, including an atmosphere of intimidation against Chamisa's supporters. The actual election was also problematic, with voting extended into an extra day due to a shortage of ballot papers. Zimbabwe has a history of disputed and sometimes violent elections under the ruling ZANU-PF party. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.